Hi guys, welcome to On The DL with Dak and Lair. We're here to show you the practical approach to health and fitness. Hi guys, and uh, welcome to a brand new episode. Uh, today, we want to talk to you about uh, comparison. Um, and I think a lot of people, not only in the fitness industry, but in all walks of life, really struggle with this. I know, you know, definitely when I was a lot younger, I would compare myself to, you know, uh, other powerlifters. It's like, oh, why, why is she able to lift 30 kilos more than me? Why, why is she able to be that good and still have all the time to do all this fun stuff, you know? And I think uh, we were just talking about it. The social media is definitely made a large impact of that because you, there's so many people for you to compare yourself to. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you think back to when we were a lot younger, you didn't really have that many people to compare yourselves to. It was whoever was in the gym with you, you would compare yourself to or whoever yes. was at school or whoever. was. <laughs> and we do it in all aspects of our lives. Like we look at our career and we think, you know, how come I've only gotten to here, whereas they've gotten to there. We do it in our body shape. We do it in pretty much everything we do in our lives. So I think you know, obviously you and I are around the fitness community a lot. So we definitely see a lot of the body image comparisons and we see how damaging <laughs> that is. And I think socials have had such a massive impact on that because, you know, between <laughs> between comparing yourself to images that aren't real images to comparing yeah. yourself against images where the person you can right? photoshop everything now yeah. like you can photoshop videos yeah but even when it's legit like you were you yeah. were saying before gorge like even when it's legit you know you've got your mum of three that can only train three days a week versus this little fitness model who does it for a living and spends her entire day in the gym and can obviously train six days a week for two hours a day and get away with that. And you are making that comparison because you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. So you just see the picture and you say, okay, if she can do it, I can do it. Not realising or not really assessing everything else that's going on in your life that could be stopping you from achieving what they're achieving or vice versa and like it even happens with like you know I mean I don't I don't hate on as before and after photos as much as other people Mm -hmm. um I think they have a place um and you know if if it's not something that you want to see unfollow the pages don't you know we unfollow what you don't want to see right um and I think but on the negative especially with comparison I think before and after photos can have a negative impact on it because uh excuse me you see like you know, oh, she lost like 10 kilos in 10 weeks. Um, and she looks fucking amazing. And it's like, okay, like they don't list that she went off plan a few times, that she was really hungry, that she was really moody, that maybe she lost a period. <laughs> like they don't list yeah. the negatives, only the positives. So when you have someone who wants to lose 10 kilos in a short in a short amount of time and they can't do it, then they see that and like, well, why can't I do that? Like what's it I, I'm I look just like her. Why can't I get those results? And it's yeah, that feeling of failure yeah. and that false that false understanding of what's going on. My favorite thing in the world with before and after photos, and you see it every single day, is the first photo. They've got no fake tan on. They're just standing there limp and black. They've got their undies in the wrong spot, this, that, and the next thing. And then in the next photo, they're, they're feeling closed, themselves. they're tanned, they're all sort of 
And then even without 10 week, a 10 week transformation, you're going to look completely different in those two photos. I mean, yeah, that's, that's why we do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you're right. It does mean that you're comparing yourself to something that's probably, it's either a misunderstood concept. So it's either mm-hmm. that this person has put a lot more work into it than you realise yeah. and therefore you feel bad because you think you should be achieving it doing a lot less or yeah. vice versa or there's a yeah. lot that has gone on behind the scenes that you're unaware of, you know? It can yeah. be anything from tummy tucks to this, that and the next thing. Our friend yeah. Alice actually, did you see she posted the other day? Um, we'll, we'll tag her in this because, you know, her account's great for this stuff. But Alice mm. was, sto- her photo was stolen by another account. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw that. Before and after. Yeah. And they said it was this detox thing that they were doing or something that she'd done yeah. for eight days and completely. <laughs> like, you can't lose that weight in eight days. But once it's like comparison, people are going to, those results do that stupid detox tea and be like well why can't I do what she did like exactly right it kind of takes it takes the positivity out of your process as well like if you're you know you have a specific goal and you're working with a great team around you like when I when I first started powerlifting (laughs) I was in that toxic mind frame of you know Uh, If I had a competition coming up, I would follow. um, I would look at all the people that I was competing against. I would see what they're hitting, see what I'm hitting and kind Mm -hmm. of compare it, right? And then I got to a point where like now I'm competing in like three days and I have no fucking idea who is competing. I have no idea. It allows you to focus on your process, gorgeous one, because, you know, when you're comparing yourself to other people, you're constantly missing the point. It means that you're not actually developing your own successful pathway. You're following 12 different pathways that are all somebody else's and all probably work really well for those other people, but probably won't work for you. It's a distraction, isn't it? Even like like comparing your own lifts to... previous lifts like even like and I would I'm guilty of that too like I remember distinctly like really remember like I I deadlifted 180 kilos like this was years ago and it was slow and I remember watching it going oh my god this is trash and now I'm like oh my god I deadlifted 180 I am amazing (laughs) like there's no comparison there's no negativity no And everyone else was already thinking that about you, but now you finally come to the party. (laughs) It's just so strange when you can get into those really negative thoughts, like just the habits, the patterns that you create, like even like comparing, like comparing what you eat to somebody else, you know, you see someone, which is why I hate, here's what I eat in a day. Oh my God. Like it's, it's like, you can't, you can't see that menu, compare it, do it, and then be disappointed because like you're two different people. Well, and also they probably don't eat that every day. You know, like there's, if I was to do one of those posts, I guarantee you the food would be nothing like what I would normally eat. I want to see a realistic (laughs) one. I want to see a fucking thrown together, messy breakfast. Like I want to see like, oh, didn't have any veggies today like I'm just gonna have this meat and this really boring lunch like I want to see a realistic one because then it's actually relatable and comparable as well like people I think it just makes people feel guilty 
Oh, it absolutely does. And it does. It sets an unrealistic standard, just like we were talking about with the posed photos versus the non-posed photos or a 10-week challenge. Yeah, 10-week challenge where you don't really know what actually went into it, but you have no choice but to commit yourself to it. But to be honest, right, like you are, we know that we can't genuinely compare what we go through with what the next person goes through and the next person goes through, not just because of circumstance, but because people all deal with things differently. People's bodies work differently, so on and so forth. I say to people all the time, so at the moment, I eat anywhere between 36 and 3,800 calories a day. Mm. If the majority of women my size did that, they would get the complete opposite results to me, right? And of course, that's why I don't post about eating 3,800 calories a day. I don't need to. They don't need to see it. There's no real win to it for anybody. But if I did and I didn't put the context out there, there would be a percentage of people that would go around and then say to their coach, well, how come she can eat that and I can't eat that, not knowing that my thyroid is insane Uh, (laughs) but you know like if you're unaware of what goes on underneath it's really difficult to it's still difficult not to draw a comparison even though you probably know you shouldn't right so even though there's probably a little voice in your head saying there's got to be something weird about that girl eating 3800 calories a day there's got to be something that makes it can't be normal unusual right (laughs) there has to be something that says that you still want to ignore it because it's a nice yeah. thought, right? Like it's a nice yeah. thought to be able to just eat that. And people would also then think that you can eat whatever you want. And that's also not true, right? Yeah. Like it's difficult to get that many calories in when you're small. You know, it, it's a challenge in itself. But the comparison is based on what you see on the surface. And I guess yeah. that's what we're getting down to, isn't it? If mm. you don't actually know what has created that outcome don't cover it because you don't know what <laughs> into no, it. like ask you know this I think the fitness industry is great because um, people want you to ask questions like if you find yourself on social media or in in the gym or in just everyday life comparing yourself like I just I guess take the time to break it down a little bit more. Like if you're going to go through the effort of comparing comparing yourself to somebody else and the only outcome is for you to feel bad, yeah. like at least take the, you know, extra few minutes to think about, well, okay, is my situation different to somebody else's? Like, yeah, like what's the difference? Like it's like when I fucking bombed Wildcats, right? I knew yeah. exactly what I did wrong. I knew exactly yeah. what I did wrong. I didn't try and compare myself to somebody else and go, well, how did I bomb? Like somebody else did the same thing. Nobody was doing the same thing as I was. No like you just, every journey is different, you know, like yeah. you can follow the same diet, you can follow the same workout and get completely different results to somebody else. Like everyone's different. And like, same as like, you know, whether it's weight loss, whether it's muscle gain, whether it's, you know, growing your deadlift, like you're, you, by comparing yourself to others, you really take away that, you, the the essence of the journey itself. Like You don't get positive. to enjoy it. It's like, no. it's like coveting someone else's position in their business or coveting someone else's job. Mm. Just work hard and push towards that for yourself rather than worrying about what they did and how they got there. You know, yeah. take it, take it your own route 
and push hard to get there yourself. If you're wasting all this time and energy looking at who, what, where and when with no capability of understanding what actually happened to get that person there, what's the point? Different story if you can sit down with them (laughs) and say, hey, what did you do to advance your career? By all means, go learn, ask people questions. But don't make assumptions based on what you see because you just really don't have a clue what went on to get those people through those places. The other funny thing that goes on in our industry that I always think is entertaining is the the whole PED debate, right? So people who don't use PEDs will automatically write some sort of Look, let's all admit it. At some point, if you have not been taking PEDs, you've been scrolling through Instagram and you've gone, oh, well, you know, she's on PEDs, so of course she can look like that. (laughs) She's on PEDs, of course she can lift that, da-da-da-da. And we kind of use that to make ourselves feel better about what we can't do or whatever else. Which is a really negative mindset to go into, isn't it? It's like, yes, some girls do jump on PEDs and yes it gives them some sort of an advantage but they still have to work bloody hard to get there the work doesn't just take them and then bam 300 kilo deadlift it's like at the moment there's like a um (laughs) it's gotten a lot quite uh popular on TikTok and stuff for guys to like duet a woman lifting and say like oh I can lift and like they go heavier with the same exercise and it's like yeah, you should be lifting more than a female because you are a male. Like, it's not an achievement to outlift a female. Oh, hilarious. Unless you're trying to outlift, like, Cleo or um, uh, Henderson. Like, they're probably outlifting most males. But, like, it's not not an achievement to tear someone else down and say, like, oh, I'm a big man and I'm stronger than a female. Like, yeah, you fucking should be. But it's just comparison. It's an interesting mindset, isn't it? This, you know, this need to compare everything to yourself these days. I wonder where it really originally came from. I know social media has made it worse because I know even I have had those moments where I've looked at something and I've thought it was unfair or something along those Mm. lines. Why is, why do I have to do this to get there or da, 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 da. And I know that it got worse for me with social media and I'm barely even on social media. So I can only imagine what it's like for everyone else who's scrolling through 10 hours a day. It definitely hit me more professionally as a coach, I think, in the beginning. Now, not so much. Like definitely when I first started, I would be like, oh, my God, that coach, you know, that coach is so successful. How come they're there and I'm not? But I was just so new um, and I just, you know, I wasn't, I, I didn't deserve it you know, yeah. at that time, I wasn't there yet. And I nor was I fucking ready for it. But like, yeah. one of my, one, one of the things I try and tell my clients, and I think it really applies here is like, you know, when you're, when you're learning a movement, uh, you want to take it slower uh, because it allows you time to think about what you're doing. You know, if a, if a client forgets a cue or fucks up a rep, I ask them what they're <laughs> thinking about. Chances are they're not fucking thinking about anything or they're thinking about something completely not to do with lifting at all yeah it's kind of the same thing like if you're not thinking about it and you're thinking about all these other things or all these other people that you're comparing yourself to how are you focusing on the squat or how are you focusing on what you're actually meant to be doing which is your journey you're not 
And it can be really demotivating. Like if you're looking across at somebody, I'm going to take ProRaw as an example because everyone there is strong. <laughs> so when you go in to lift at ProRaw, particularly if you're young and new to the industry, it would be really easy to look around and get, you know, see all of these girls lifting 110, 120, 150, 200 on deadlift and yeah. be demotivated by that if you're comparing yourself to them because mm. you have absolutely no idea what work they've put in to get there. And some people are naturally strong, but the vast majority of people who are pulling over 150 have worked <laughs> very yeah. hard for many yeah. years to actually get there. But you don't know that when you're just looking around yeah. the room. So it does distract yeah. you and it can be a big deterrent or it could do exactly what you were saying before, distract you from what you were doing and therefore yeah. you're not progressing because you're too busy worrying about how they got there in the first place. Yeah, I think it depends on how you look at it because I guess walking into that space or walking into a gym where everyone is stronger than you, I guess you can look at it like, oh, my God, I'm so weak. I don't belong to be here. Or, you know, you could look at it from the other end and go, oh, like, this is fucking motivating. Like, Hell, yeah. Like, you and don't ever want to be the strongest <laughs> in the gym. Like, That's it. You don't. Because then you, well, of course, you're not going to progress any further if you're the strongest in the gym because what's there to chase, you know? <laughs> exactly, yeah, what's there to chase, who's there to push you, like, to keep you accountable. Um, and, of and course, you need that. it's always going to depend on the environment as well. Like, somewhere like Pro Raw, you'll, mm. you can be lifting 50 kilos or 500 kilos. If it's your PB, everyone's going to get around you and try and motivate you and get you driven. But it could easily go the other way if it was a different environment, right? Like it yeah. could easily go the other way in a different environment. So it's just, it's intriguing how much can influence perception and what can influence your comparison. So, you know, it's like um, there, there's always times where you'll refer to yourself, Dak, or I'll refer to myself as not not as strong as we should be or something along those lines. And you forget that we really shouldn't do that because there are a lot of people that we want to motivate that are lifting yeah. a lot less than that. So you've got to be careful about who you're surrounded by yeah. and how you're talking about these things. Just the same way that we encourage people to talk positively about their body, they should be talking positively yeah, about this journey. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know, you don't know who you're inspiring, which sounds really it sounds lame but like it's it's a hundred percent true like the <laughs> amount of messages that I get like like you know I've been watching you for a while and I'm like why like yeah like, it's like it just those little things like so there's always something someone that's watching there's always someone yeah. that's watching what you're doing whether it's you know watching you in your athletic field like or watching you know how you talk about your body or you know your your inspiring journey with nutrition like there's always something and I think it can go either way like you can really undervalue yourself and your journey and go oh I'm you know I'm I'm nobody like you know I haven't done anything but then there's people who you know who look up to you and who are motivated by you so I think it's really important to you know whether it's your children watching or you know people around you who have a different relationship with their body or have a different relationship with their food and who are spending time around you to make sure that you're you know obviously choosing words correctly like you know if That's you're right. 
if you deadlift 200 and you're with someone who deadlifts 150 and you do 200 and you're like, oh, that's fucking trash. And here's this person like, oh my God, I just want to do it once. Like, yeah. you just like, <laughs> it's just like, you know, everybody's kind of chasing different goals. And I guess you've just got to be aware of that um, when you are in that comparison, negative mind space, really. And why as well. Think about why you're saying saying these yeah. things, not only to other people, but to yourself, right? Like what benefit does that have? Talking, I do it myself. I've heard myself say it on a number of occasions where I've been doing something at the gym that for me feels unimpressive because maybe I've lifted heavier before or something along those lines. But talking myself down or saying, oh, you know, it's okay, but I've done better. What does that do? It doesn't do anything. (laughs) No, but, you know, we, we, we imagine if we spoke to others how we spoke to ourselves it would be a very bad world like a very negative world like there'd be a lot way more wars yeah Um, I think that's important like and I think comparison definitely ties in with that like we just need to be conscious of how we're actually speaking to ourselves because it it has a fucking impact it does and it's so for most of us it's so subconscious or veiled in other things like oftentimes you'll say oh this isn't that impressive because mm. you're trying to be modest or something <laughs> those yeah. lines. and you don't intend it to be negative in any way but it is yeah. it's just a veil it's just a yeah. cover for what what you're actually feeling and what you're Burn actually it. thinking that's Burn it, it. Like, the amount of and I'm sure you get, get it too like trying to force clients to actually say something positive about themselves like to to force out like you are amazing. Like the Absolutely. work is fucking amazing. Like you're strong. And they're like, oh no, no. It's like, uh, yeah, you are. Fucking own it. And we're sitting there in our little room, so proud. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys are just giving us nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like there, there's, I mean, there's people with undeserved confidence, but the people who, the people who don't have it fucking need it. Like pe- right. there, there's so many people that need it. Like it's like people go through life really not loving themselves and they realize too late that they wasted so long hating themselves and I think that's you know comparison definitely ties in with that and it's just reverting back to talking to yourself like you know how how you speak to yourself has a huge impact and people are listening one of the biggest comparisons I reckon I see you can tell me if this happens with you as well Dak is when clients are a little bit older they'll always have that goal weight of when they were like 20 years old or something like 10 years ago when they weren't training or when they were single or yeah yeah and it's this comparison to something that has absolutely no validity but so many people do it that it must be just an accepted thing nowadays so I guess we're gonna break that we're just gonna um Take it from the subconscious, put it into the conscious and catch yourself when you're doing it. I have friends that negatively talk about themselves and every time they do it, I jokingly say, do I need to slap you? (laughs) And it's just a cue. It's just a cue to get them to recognise that they're talking negatively because at the end of the day, if that's how you talk about yourself, that's how others are going to start to think about you and that might have that negative knock-on effect to other people around you that you're just not even aware of so this whole self-love thing you know the there's a lot of 
push on social media at the moment for love yourself at any size, love yourself at any place, da 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 And yeah. that is important. You really do have to work on self-love no matter where you are in your journey. And that doesn't mean that you can't chase progress. You can still yeah. want to be different, still want to be better and still want to progress while still thinking, yeah, I'm pretty all right how I am. Yeah. I think growth, growth is a form of love. I think if you're, you know, the the, I think when you're happy with yourself, you allow yourself to have that relaxed approach and actually take care in, you know, your body or your, you know, your professional life. Like I think that definitely shows that maybe you do love yourself. But like what you were saying before, I think like it, I think there should be a huge push on people calling out people in their life. Like yeah. if you if you see someone or you're with someone who has, you know, they're talking down to themselves or, you know, whether they're saying they're weak or I don't really look good today. And it's like, hey, like, do you, do you actually mean that? Like, yeah. what's going on? Like, why, why do you think that's okay to talk to yourself like that? Like, call people out because most of the time people don't realise they're doing it. That's it. And it's still detrimental even if they don't realise they're doing it, right? Like, it's still yeah. negative even if they're unaware of it. I reckon yeah. that should be our challenge for everyone this week either to recognize it when you're doing it recognize when you're using negative self-talk and try and catch Mm. yourself in it and correct it or if you have friends or loved ones that you feel would benefit from it call them out on it because you know we want to make a positive difference right we want to make a positive difference in our own lives and other people's Mm. lives so why not start with how we think yeah 100 yeah definitely you know start start calling people out um, you know, I think it could make a, a more positive Im- impact than we think. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But, awesome. But I think that's a, a fantastic uh, spot to stop on. Um, but yeah, definitely like if you have any, uh, you know, ways that you combat the negative self-talk or the, you know, maybe some pathways that you've kind of done in the past, definitely like, you know, send us a message and let us know. I'd love to hear from you. Um, but yeah, definitely, uh, you know, comment below, share, subscribe, all that, all that fun stuff. Um, but thank you. Thank you for watching guys. Thanks guys. <laughs> Thanks for watching guys. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share.